Thunder Media. It's post-Winton. Cam Waters winning two out of the three races over Shane Van Gisbergen. Great to, you know, get the win yesterday, two poles today, a win today. Best kind of overall weekend that we've had and probably best weekend I've had since I've been at Tickford, for sure. The sleeper has awoken. That's some of the thoughts around the pit lane. We hear from Stephen Grove after another strong weekend. You know, we're not resting our laurels on that. You know, we want to win and we want to keep going and, and we want to make sure that we continue to stay on the podium. And Tim Blanchard brained him in the Formula Ford. We find out an early story about his days at Dick Johnson Racing. <laughs> you got some good sources. <laughs> That's all coming up today here on Inside Supercars. I hope you'll stay with us. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Great excitement here amongst us because we're getting to talk with Cam Waters off a smashing weekend. Um, two wins in a second and a three poles, two poles. Yeah, yeah, uh, awesome weekend um, for us as a, as a whole. You know, we've had good weekends where we might have a good Saturday or a good Sunday, but we don't complete the whole weekend. So great to, you know, get the win yesterday, um, two poles today, a win today. Um, yeah, best kind of overall weekend that we've had and probably best weekend I've had since I've been at Tickford, for sure. Well, it's fantastic for you. Um, and one of the great things that happened yesterday, and it was in a press conference and I was sitting in front of you, as Shane gave you an enormous number of compliments. It almost couldn't stop giving you compliments. Um, in saying about how much he enjoys racing you and for somebody you regard I imagine as the bloke who you'd like most to race that's fantastic yeah 100% it's good to you know be able to race Shane he's probably the benchmark in the category at the moment and whenever you're, you're racing him or beating him you know you've definitely earned it and, and makes the win a little bit more special it's not like you've lucked in somehow whereas you know someone's run off the road or, or something like that so um, you know, it's fun racing Shane, he always is 100% inside the car and, and you know he's going to have a crack and, and I love, you know, being able to give it back to him and, and race him hard and, and I think that's what he enjoys. We certainly saw that in race two where you, I, I, I feel like you made the move and you thought I've got him covered and he still came. Um, yeah, it was just hard because I was on cold tyres and, and you know, you can be too defensive at times and, and kind of screw yourself over. So. I went as defensive as I thought I needed to be and it wasn't quite enough, but um, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you come out on the right side of it, sometimes you don't, and that was just one of those instances. But it's good for the you know, second race today to, to get that win. Obviously the car is, is, you know, it's a good weapon for you, and both qualifying and race speed. Are there dramatic changes from when you arrived here and first practice sessions on Friday or Thursday, Saturday? Um, the car's definitely evolved um, from where we started the year and, and even from last year. 
uh, definitely different. And, you know, we were fast kind of last year over one lap and just couldn't make, you know, the tyres live. And, um, you know, we're definitely making inroads with that, which is good, but we need to, you know, just keep chipping away. We probably need to make one more step forward to, you know, be as quick as Shane um, across the whole race. I think we're probably there for one lap speed at the moment. Um, still probably a little bit off in race trim. And one of the interesting things was when you and he were actually almost sharing sharing tips about racing at Winton. There was a moment where you were talking about something. I didn't pick up what it was, but something that you were both doing that you acknowledged, yeah, that really works well. Yeah, there was a few lines and um, I saw him doing it and then I did it and then went quicker and then I did one and then he did that and then he went quicker. So it was pretty funny because we were kind of watching each other and we were driving and, and we are both making each other go quicker. So we're having a bit of a laugh about that. What about Winton and winning at Winton? This is the home racetrack. This is the one that's probably closest for family. Um, yeah, it kind of is a home track, but I didn't really have many friends or family here this weekend. But, um, you know, they're all going to Darwin where it's a bit warmer. So I'll have to try and win up there. But, you know, we test here and, um, you know, it's probably the team's, te you know, home track. And um, it's good to, you know, win here this weekend without testing. We, we didn't choose to test before this weekend like a lot of the other Victorian teams and it was good to come out and um, and be fast without testing. And of course the other thing that you made mention in the press conference yesterday, there are a lot of Ford executives here, a lot of Ford people here, That was it was good to have that sort of a success here this weekend. Uh, yeah, there was a fair few of them here yesterday so it was, um, it was great to get the win for those guys and um, you know, not just them but all our sponsors. Um, I'd, a monster conference up in, in Queensland and they were all going crazy on the bus. So it was pretty cool to, to see that video and, um, you know, had all the sponsors coming, you know, texting me and, and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it goes to, you know, our whole greater reach of all our sponsor group and all our fan base. You do a lot of the engagements with your sponsors and particularly Monster. How do you take that reaction from the corporate side of things when you're having success? Um, yeah, I'm lucky. All our sponsors are very very loyal and very engaged in what we do and got great relationships with with all of them and um you know when you you win for ford and and you have you know mark rushbrook texting you or, or andrew um it's yeah it's really really cool and and um even you know all the monster guys there they're all up on a on a conference at the moment and and they're literally screaming in the bus so it means so much to to all of them and it's awesome to have that relationship with them and and be able to win for all those guys well, Cam, we know you're heading next to the north of Darwin. Um, we wish you all the very best there. There's no speedway up there, no uh, sprint cars for you up there? Uh, maybe later in the year, but not while I'm up there in, with a supercar. So I might have to be doing a few trips up there, I think. Well, all the very best. Thank you for joining us, Cam Waters, on Inside Supercars. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia, quality racing components, home of Black TI, bolts, kingpins, studs and torsion stops. Check out their full range today at p1australia.com. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. Tony Whittle and Craig Bell. We're sitting on the fence of Winton Raceway. It's a Sunday night, and lo and behold, we're sitting with a man whose team gained the most points this weekend. Fantastic. Congratulations, Stephen. Yeah, listen, it was really good for the team. I mean, all the boys were, did a great job. They were quick all weekend. Um, you know, we, we would have liked to have got a win, obviously, but the points are really important for us. You know, for next year, we need to get up the grid. You start down here, you know, it, it, 10... 10 minute um, qualifying session, the time you get out, you sometimes don't give you the opportunity, especially say a Bathurst, to put a second set on. 
So it's really important we push up so the whole team's focused on the team's championship. All right. Now, the great thing was so three races and both your drivers in the top 10 in all three. That is a fantastic result. Great qualifying and then great race results. Um, the whole team obviously is blending well together. You, you had new parts on the car. Um, so that's an engineering job that your team's doing as well. And then implementing it with race engineers who are then giving you speed. Yeah, listen, we've done a lot of engineering. There's a lot of new parts, especially this weekend. There's a lot of new parts. We want to put some more in for Darwin. And then we've got a good engineering team. Strategy's good. Because we had pace, we could go long, which means we could put some tyres on and we could pass a few cars and get, you know, especially for, for Dave, get onto the podium. So it gave you great... When you got speed, you got a lot of flexibility and it, it was really good for us. So, but, you know, we're not sitting, resting our laurels on that. You know, we want to win and we want to keep going and, and we want to make sure that we continue to stay on the podium. All right, wonderful. Darwin for you? Yeah, yeah, Darwin, yeah. So I'll do cup car and also uh, also supercars. And then we, we uh, Brent and I shoot off that night to uh, Belgium for Spa for a two-day test session before the Spa 24-hour. And then we're back. Okay. Um, you have to have a new car, don't you? Because you were going to be using your car from the Bathurst 12-hour, weren't you? Yeah, the car's good in the sense there's no structural. It's only all bolt-on stuff. And the motor was going back to Porsche anyway. So the car leaves, I think think Tuesday or Wednesday it's been air freighted okay. go straight to Germany Earl Bamber's workshop in Germany motor and gearbox go back to Porsche they rebuild it for us they'll borrow us one while we do the two-day test yep. all bolt-on parts are ready to go for spa and Earl's driving with you no Earl's gonna run us so there's myself Brenton uh, and and uh, Matty Payne out That's of Australia right, right yeah because Ben Barker of course is with you for Bathurst which he's driven many times with you there yeah we sort of stuck with him I and mean, we have the opportunity to obviously run with our two supercar drivers but you know, I've raced with, with him six or seven times at the mountain, so it was pretty important we, we you know, kept some loyalty there and we brought him out, so we brought him out and he did a great job. Indeed. All right, well, we... You were wrapping up, so... Yeah. Um, so, with the team, it's first year with the team, you're making ground forward, but, you know, whilst benefactors in arts and sport have been around for years, at what point do you say... We don't develop this car anymore because we're going to have a complete new kit for next year. Uh, for me, probably the last round because, you know, everybody wants to win it. There's no, uh, there's no difference to them, to us, but we really want to win, if that sort of makes sense. So for us, it's about progression. It's long term. It's, it's, you know, the thing I've liked most is we've been quick at a lot of different tracks and they're all are different, fast, free-flowing at, at uh, Melbourne Grand Prix, quite technical tight here. So we want to keep building and building the team. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep uh, keep developing, I would think. So, yeah, because obviously budgets, a lot of teams have to put the brakes on when it's a big spend for the off-season. Yeah, but we're also not doing anything with Gen 3. We brought Steve Robinson in uh, to, to run our Gen 3 program and he'll probably bolster with a few more people and they'll work on that. So it doesn't take anything away from our guys focusing on what we need to do. So they run parallel um, and, you know, we need to get up the grid. We need to build a good Gen 3 or two good Gen 3 cars and we need to do a good job. I mean, we've got Matty Payne coming in next year. We need to make sure the car's right for him and away we go. Are you worried about the progress that you're seeing of bits being homologated and then seeing the sign-off process? Listen, I've been pretty comfortable all the way through. I mean, we get we get a brief. I think we're in a pretty good spot. The big issue is, is obviously motors, and I think they're in a good spot. The chassis is done now. Um, I, I just think they're going to start drawing a line now through the design saying we're done. You know, you can't keep changing things. You've got to get someone to stand up and say we're done, let's go. Um, 
I think people will be, how, will be quite surprised how good these cars will be next year, how good they'll look, how much the fans will like them. And, you know, with going from a Holden Ford, now we're going Ford GM, which is a world platform, so it's exciting. I haven't seen anyone ask this question of you or report it. You went to Walkinshaws with, to get your Ford engines worked on. Did you have any inkling that they were thinking about making the move? Oh, not at all. I mean, I've got a, a close relationship with Ryan and, and, you know, we speak quite often. Uh, no, there, w- there, was no, there was no indication that they would do that. We're just using their expertise more away from the race team. Wilkinshaw Performance is who we're using to help us um, because it was just we, we just needed some resources and some expertise. They've done a good job to this point. Uh, we probably need to find another tenth or two in the motor. Uh, that's pretty high on our list. The talk is that... All the Fords will be Motec, all the Holdens will be uh, KRE next year. So it's an interesting position because you'll be uh, having control engines and control chassis and control suspension. It's it's going to be very much like, uh, well, Carrera Cup. Yeah, it is, and it, you know, it's going to come down to two things. You're going to have to have the best drivers, obviously, because the best drivers will drive anything. Um, and Shane Van Gisbert is a pretty good example of that. And you're going to have to have good engineers and, and try and understand the car early and then understand what makes it quick. Um, because there'll be some things that you can tweak, but overall the cars will be pretty similar. Well, thank you very much, Stephen Grove, for joining us on Inside Supercars. Best of luck in Darwin, and we look forward to watching the results. We'll be watching them from afar, not over pit lane, but uh, enjoyed uh, your time and enjoyed watching your boys here this weekend. Thanks, gents. Take care. Thank you. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia, quality racing components and manufacturers of the engine water heaters for midgets, sprints, wingless and all types of open wheel dirt track cars. Check out their full range today at p1australia.com. We're here at Winton. It's day three for this competitor. This competitor being Tim Blanchard, who's done the clean sweep. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's uh, wonderful. Um, And this is all part of your training program, getting ready for a Bathurst. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, this weekend's probably more about just having a bit of fun. So an opportunity came up to race Formula Ford. And, um, you know, with Sonic, the team I drove with back in 2007 and won the championship with. And... It's uh, like most people in Subic cars, very passionate about Formula Ford, love, love driving the cars, love the racing and um, opportunity to race this weekend again in the series was uh, too good to turn down. Okay, now you've got some good young kids there, but you sort of didn't give much of a look in, did you? Uh, obviously, driving with Sonic, you're in a good car and um, you know, I've still been doing quite a bit of Formula Ford in Historic, which is um, it's obviously a little bit different, but it's not completely foreign to a current spec Formula Ford. So. I also did a lot of Formula Ford back in the day, so it's kind of a bit like riding a bike. You're very experienced and uh, learnt on all of that this weekend. Okay, now uh, Mick and Marie had organised for the car to be done up in the livery you won the championship in, which is a cool drive brand, JLEC. Um, so it's a bit of a different car, of course. Um, that was an 07, and this car is a what? Uh, yeah, 2012, my gal. But yeah, so we had uh, yeah, put the car back in the livery and obviously drive Michael Maria at Sonic again. And, and you know, in 2007, when I won the championship, uh, Tim Slade was actually my mechanic on my car. So he was actually um, he was working at Sonic at the time. So on Friday, because there was nothing, no supercar action on track, he actually spent Friday out at Sonic uh, helping uh, helping the Sonic guys work on my car for the day. So it was a full reunion. <laughs> That's a 
That's a wonderful moment of time. And of course, I hear that uh, you've also recruited an old friend, or a family friend, so to speak, in Wally Story. Uh, yeah, so Wally Story was uh, a, a, yeah my engineer for a few years in supercars and um, when I was at Brad Jones Racing. And um, you know, one of the things we've been really struggling with as a team has been pit stops. And um, But, you know, both Slady and myself have kept a relationship with uh, Wally since, since we were at BJR. And, um, yeah, he's kind of down here more so just having a look but also kind of just pointing out anything where we can improve in our pit stops because that's a big area of focus for us and he, he's done a lot lot in that space okay um and of course tim finished that last race which is the second of the supercar race this weekend finished just behind will davison um n- not missing much but of course in this category you don't have to miss much do you no not at all we we had a pretty tough weekend in perth and um we've kind of continued that tough run on to this weekend so uh, this sport uh, doesn't let you get ahead of yourself. We had a very good weekend at Grand Prix, finishing third for the weekend there and uh, being pushed uh, yeah, back to reality now a little bit. So we've just got to work hard, I think, from an operational point of view. Um, you know, Perth and here probably being two of our best rounds. Obviously, the on-track performance is, isn't uh, wasn't there, but, but as long as we keep improving operationally and we've got some very clever people and hard-working people in our team, so I'm confident that we'll, we'll get the pace back pretty quickly. Okay. Now, when when was the last time you drove the car? Uh, I did a few. We had a test day here at Winton last last week, so I, I did five or six laps there, but most of it was um, trying a few new components and things with Slady. Um, so he spent most of the day in the car, but, yeah, when we get close to Bathurst, I'll do a few more miles and okay. get myself ready. And and what's the next category you're going to be jumping into? Uh, not not sure at the moment. We'll try and do some Super 2 stuff later this year like we did last year if we can. But, um, yeah, nothing, nothing committed in at the moment. We'll just, uh, yeah, but need to do some more miles before we go to Bathurst. Tim, I'm interested in when football teams, the president comes out and says, we've structurally, we're doing things well, but the team is, you know, not performing at the level it should. Mm-hmm. When you say you're getting things right in the, in the front office, what does that actually mean when the car's not performing where you think it should? Uh, I guess we have a lot of, you know, we're still in our second year, so we're still developing the processes, but, you know, we're just making sure that everyone uh, follows the processes we have in place. Um, the morale on the team stays high um, and positive. Um, we keep the work ethic up and the attention to detail, and we have a very clear set uh, standard and, and way of working in this team and um, as long as that continues to to be um, displayed um, then I'm confident that we have faith in in the setup and structure of our team um, that you know the results will come as long as we continue and stick true to true to those values. Motorsport is for a lot of businesses the marketing and avenue marketing avenue for them how are you finding the cool drive brand has been represented going that next step not just being on the car you're driving but now being the team yeah it's been been massive uh you know it was good at brad jones racing but bringing it all in-house uh number of advantages having having the team based out of our head office and the staff have been far more involved and the staff can see see the guys and get to know all the guys that work on the team they see it every day in in their head office so our sales guys warehouse staff they come in to work a normal job and and they see the various supercar team sitting there and working hard so it's it's good for those guys and um you know obviously slade and the guys are doing a great job on track so the exposure of having someone like tim slade um driving driving the car has really helped get our brand out there your 
workshops has not only been the home of Cool Drive, it's been the home of the was it Victoria Historic Racing Association and now a race shop. You've got quite a bit to show people when they come in to visit headquarters. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, um, yeah, the VHRR have their club rooms as, as part of our head office as well. So a lot of um, memorabilia there and especially a lot of old Sir Jack Brabham's uh, trophies in library collection. Um, yeah, so it's a great, great little uh, head office. Uh, we used to have the BT19 there, so that was a really uh, a showpiece. Coming to work and seeing a Formula One car every day was pretty exciting, but uh, that's uh, back at Repco these days. Uh, but um, yeah, obviously uh, having the supercar teams been very, very exciting for us. And what does that mean for business to business relationships when you're doing and negotiating with other companies? And you can either bring them to the track, bring them to a test day, or bring them into a workshop. Yeah, it's been a big part of our activation and our, mar our marketing platforms based off that, so off the race team. So, like I said, the staff engagement and the customer opportunities we able to offer to to our yeah staff customers suppliers through the race team has been been immense and we've got you know we have a huge uh i guess group come to every event now um that are part of it or wearing the cool drive shirts and um yeah it's, it's been a massive part of our business and will continue to grow um tim obviously bathurst coming up you you'll have ride days as well as drive days or test days come before then uh, yeah, we we do a few few ride days throughout the year. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll yeah I guess uh, have a test day as well here at, at Winton before Bathurst. So try and get some race miles up and uh, get some miles in this car as well. So um, yeah, it's Bathurst. It's still a, it's it's a tough race, and you can't just go in uh, cold turkey. Uh, so you got to prepare and do do your work before you get there. So we'll be looking in some more miles in, in myself before we get there. Knowing there's a new model coming in Gen Three. Um, are you excited about the idea of actually driving that car with less downforce and with the number of things that they're in innovating with it? Yeah, always excited for a bit of a change and you know we've got some pretty clever guys in our team and our business and you know I think they're excited for the opportunity to try and exploit the opportunity of a, a new model coming in. It gives gives the teams, some smaller teams like us, like you saw with BJR when Car the Future came in. Um, to really kind of leapfrog or maybe do something a little bit different or out, outside the box and have, a, have an advantage. So um, it creates a good opportunity for us. Um, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see if we can make the most of it. The guy that just brained them in Formula Ford over uh, the course of three races on the weekend, I reckon he's going to be pretty excited about a, a low ground force, <laughs> no ground force type of racing. Might have to have you in that second car that you're uh, looking to get. Uh, no, I've had my go in the main series uh, full-time. Uh, when was your first year? What year was your first year full-time? In supercars, uh, 2013 with uh, Dick Johnson Racing. But, yeah, I've had my time and, um, yeah, now, you know, it's putting Slade in the car. I'm working full-time in Cool Drive and, and uh, you know, just helping Mirko and Brendan run the race team day-to-day -day as well. I apologise for blindsiding you with this question, but yeah. I heard a fantastic story about when you got signed up for DJR and we're... We're sitting in the lounge of the Cool Drive Racing trailer. Yeah. I believe there's a very funny story about when you got the tick to becoming a uh, DJR driver and the DJR front lounge. <laughs> you got some good sources. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you... I don't know how to answer this without getting myself in trouble, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, when I first signed, uh, I guess there was a bit of a yeah, I guess 
bit of history there in, in the driver's room and a few few stories floating around um, of things that had happened in the driver's room. So I've got a hot bucket of hot water and some soap and uh, sterilised and cleaned the uh, room from the roof to the floor down and you know, uh, just to make sure it was all clean and hygienic for when I moved in. <laughs> Best of luck for the third race for the supercars and Timmy Slade. Um, Tim Blanchard, thank you for joining us and we look forward to catching up with you later in the year and and uh, when you maybe will jump back into that Super 2 car again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.